You are listening to Here Comes the Sin podcast, where you'll learn about topics related to career development, improving money management, and wellness. I will cover actionable advice for the everyday hustler. Vamos con todo. If you're ready to pursue your dreams and visions, then you are where you need to be. I will be sharing the most embarrassing moments, difficult times, and strategies on how to overcome your biggest fears. Whether you're just starting college or joining the workforce or have your own business, you have a community here. I am your host, Marisol Ibarra, a first-gen graduate and professional traveler and coffee lover. Here comes the sun with new opportunities to become a better you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Here Comes the Sun podcast. In today's episode, I will be covering budget and what that entails um, and how you can make a budget that works for you. I will be providing different resources in which you can decide what works for you. I do want to put it out there that not everything that I mentioned will work for you just because everybody thinks differently and has just different methods of Some people like to write and some people just prefer an Excel sheet. In this episode, I will be covering different techniques and how you can structure your budget. I also kind of wanted to share a little bit about how um, I started budgeting and how it has worked for me and how I, some of my accomplishments that I have achieved through budgeting. Budgeting, I know, it can feel like a very intimidating process because you feel kind of like this restraint. And it's because not a lot, you know, our parents didn't maybe talk about that with us or we just didn't learn. People didn't talk about budgeting. Maybe it was done, but they never brought up the word of budgeting. I was also like talking to one of my closest friends that I went to high school and college and we were mentioning how our parents, you know, our parents are like big time budgeters, but they never really said, oh, we're in a budget or we're in this, like they just made it work. And, and it's crazy because, you know, things every day are costing more and more. And, you know, back in the day, maybe they didn't have, you know, access to a credit card or they didn't have like different resources, like, you know, maybe this podcast where they can learn about, you know, how to manage their money or how to like even save for for a home or for a car. Like they just used to stack up all their money. Well, this is how personally my parents did it. They used to just stack up the money and just, you know, see whenever they reach their goals but you know we're living in a different era in an era where we have the opportunity to really be intentional with our money and really see our goals you know our goals where wherever we want to go whatever we want to purchase our goals are you know they are tied to our budget so i know that money can go to every direction um, except, you know, your your bank account or where you want it to go. And it's it's crazy to think, you know, that many Americans or maybe maybe a lot of first gens 
are living paycheck to paycheck. But like, if that's what you, that's what you're experiencing right now, like, I want to tell you that there is something more out there. You have to be, you know, more intentional with the way you aligned and the way you set your goals. So now it's time to get to the nitty gritty of how to budget. This process does take time, but you have to remember of why you began to budget. I know that we all have, you know, our reason. Maybe we want to go travel or maybe we have student debt that we need to pay. So just having, you know, your goals in mind and the reason why you're doing it, it's really important. I really recommend that you take time to really sit down and really think about your why. Why do you want to budget? Is it because you want to have control over your finances and you want to pay, you know, all your student debt? Or maybe you want a new car. Like that's something that you that you want or or, or that you need. So just being intentional and thinking through of your why is really important. And once you know you have your reason why you want to do it, I recommend that you put it somewhere where you can see it every day. And to remind you, you know, this is my why I'm doing this. Because in the beginning, we can be all motivated to to start whatever goal or whatever thing we want to accomplish. But then it gets tougher with the days. You lose that momentum. So just knowing the reason why and specifically to you, I think it's what makes, you know, the biggest difference. In my previous episodes, I did talk about, you know, tracking your expenses. But now that you track your expenses and know where your money is going and know like the different categories of where everything is, now it's time to categorize them. And what I mean by categorize them is thinking like if you are spending too much money on takeout, then that means can you try to to cut it? And I know that in the beginning, it's going to be challenging, but it goes back to, you know, really thinking about why you're doing it. So those is the first one was analyze your spending habits to see where everything is going. And then the second part was determine how to cut the expenses. I know it's it can feel like overwhelming and frustrated or even stressed out when doing that because it's like, ah, oh, like I really enjoyed, I don't know, getting my money and petty, but but you also have the stress and you have, you know, your student debt in your mind, which is causing, you know, stress. Then you should also think about that when you get things done. But of course, don't be super extreme, like try to cut everything down and you're super unhappy. Like, no, be realistic to to what you're trying to cut down. Like, I know I need to put this out there. You don't need to get Starbucks every single day if you're doing that. Like, you know, invest on maybe a great coffee that you like and invest on creating a recipe that works for you and that really, you know, satisfies you. So I now want to kind of move on why making a budget is important. So, you know, I just told you that it's hard to make a budget and it can be hard to stick to a budget, but, and that it requires, you know, a lot of sacrifices. 
And the question is, why on earth would I want to do that to myself? Why would I want to put this stress on me? But a budget allows you to determine where your money should and does go each month. It's a way of keeping you accountable for your spending and shifts you fo- you you focus on the long term. You know, making a budget is one of the best ways to jumpstart your future, pay off debt, and begin saving. Different ways of budgeting. So if you're unsure of all the different ways, I am going to go over all of them in a way that kind of makes sense. The important part is that you find something that does work for you and you stick with it. I'm going to give you kind of a run through of different ways that you can budget so you can make a more informed decision about what works best for you. If you try one of the methods and it's just not working for you, it's just like, nope, Marisol, like this is not working for me. It's not keeping me accountable. I feel super frustrated. Then, you know, make the changes and do something that works for you. So there is the electronic bank budgeting, which is kind of the most popular forms. And it's like, it just involves like using a template, a spreadsheet, or an app. Using a spreadsheet to budget is kind of the way that you're budgeting electronically. If you are tech savvy, I think this is a really great way to easily track your finances. It's just like, you know, you really understand Excel and you can just, you know, plug in numbers. But if you are better at apps, I think there's like many different apps that you can use to create an effective budget. I personally am a big fan of, you know, paper and pen or electronically or just like in the Excel sheet because that's what works for me. I really like to see all the numbers. But an an app that I highly recommend is called every dollar and this app is developed by ramsey solutions you know the company of the popular financial guru dave ramsey he is kind of the the head and it focuses on a zero based budget which means that every single dollar you make will be assigned into a category you remember the category i had talked about um in my last episode about the category. So like if you go dining out, like that's a category. If you have like your fun money, that's another category. Your utilities, uh, your rent, there's just different categories. I know that in every dollar, the every dollar app, there is a free version as well as a paid version. I've heard from a lot of different people that I follow on social media that the free version does this job and you don't need to um, pay for the paid version. And then the other app is Mint. And Mint provides kind of, of a great financial way, like a snapshot of, of everything in your financial accounts. So your bank account is linked to the Mint app and it tries to track every thing, but you have to do it personally. Like it does, like 
it's like you have to put in the categories rather than, you know, in every dollar, it does that automatically. So that's just kind of a way that you have to do it. So now let's go to the, you know, paper and pen. If that's, I'm just putting it out there because that is another option. And this one's, you know, like pretty, pretty self-explanatory. It involves much of the same work as you would do with electronic budgeting, but the main difference is that it's up to you to complete all the calculations, whereas a spreadsheet app, you know, will automatically do those for you. This works for somebody that is not like super tech savvy or that you really just want to get the hands on, really see the numbers and, you know, really want to just do it yourself. There is uh, the cash envelope system and this is kind of another way that you can that you can budget so dave ramsey is you know he is a really big um proponent of the envelope system i'll be honest i did try the system uh i believe like last year when i was transitioning into the workforce and it was just very helpful to me at that time because um, I knew exactly how much money I was spending on these things and like just being, you know, very mindful. But then um, I decided not to use the envelope system because I was losing on um, some points on my credit card. And I was like, no, I really want to continue to get those, those, you know, those points, which later I can redeem them for for different things such as like money or or like gift cards i think that the cash envelope system can be very beneficial because you visually see where the money is going so like you physically take fifty dollars or a hundred dollars and you put it in this envelope and it's like you're paying everything in cash so what it does, what the system does is that it makes you reconsider your purchases before committing to. So it's like, do I really want to pay for this or do I want to just keep it for now? So it's just kind of a way to to really see if it's whatever you're buying is really worth it. And, and then the other hand too, one of the things that I kind of struggle with, you know, the cash envelope system is that I used to pay a lot of my bills electronically. So it's like I can't go pay, you know, my phone bill. Or I can, but I usually just, you know, automatically pay. So that's just something, you know, to keep in mind. And to the current budget that I have right now, it's the zero-based budget. You start with your income. So that's kind of the starting point of where everything starts. And I think the idea behind this concept is that you know what that all your money will receive a purpose. Everything, every penny is accounted in your budget. Is that you will list all the sources of your income for the month. So you will write that number in the top and then the then you will put how much money is going towards every category. Nothing more, nothing less. 
So if your rent is a thousand dollars, and then you are putting a thousand dollars. If you say you're gonna only spend, you know, thirty dollars on coffee that month, then that's how much you're spending. You can't go over. You can't. You know, that's what is, you know, associated with that category. The way I usually do it, I start with all my necessary expenses, including, you know, things like your mortgage, your rent, your utilities, your food, your transportation. Those are, you know, like the most basic uh, necessities. Start with your other bills, such as like, you know, the recurring payments, such as like your cable, your debt payments, the internet, and other payments that occur every single month. I also have a category when I do the zero-based budget is that I have a miscellaneous, which is like something comes up and it's like, oh, where do I have, where do I get money from if every single dime or every single penny is in a category? This is what the miscellaneous money is. That's what the category is for. So yeah, so the zero-based budget is really, really helpful and very helpful for people that are trying to get out of debt. There is an Instagram page from Cindy Suñiga, and she provides really, really great tips on how she paid all her debt, all her law school debt, and how the zero-based budget really, really you know, helped her. Now, let's move on to another budget. And this is the 50-30-20 budget. This is another way that you can frame if you don't want something that is that feels super strict. I would recommend you using the 50-30-20 budget. 50% of your monthly budget can go to your needs. So that means like, you know, your home, like your rent, your food. The 30% is for your wants, like, oh, I want this. And then 20% should go with, you know, maybe if you're in debt and into, you know, your, your savings. So that's just kind of another budget. When you do the, when you analyze your spending habits, consider how closely you come up. To, are you spending more than 50% of your money on, you know, those needs? And I would try to find ways, you know, for you to try to cut back on those, you know, the groceries, the utilities, and the rent. This can often be kind of one of the easiest ways that you can, you know, start saving and, you know, increase, you know, your debt payoff. Lastly, if, you know, the budget methods that I, you know, mentioned in the episode, if they work for you, like if, you know, Mint works for you or the Every Dollar app works for you, stick with it. Make it a habit. Like, you know, like say, I'm going to be very intentional because I have goals to achieve. So just having that mindset and that attitude towards, you know, your your goals, it would just make you feel like you can accomplish anything. If you, if there is days where you're like, oh, like I am just making really bad 
you know, financial decisions, every day is a new start. So don't ever feel like, oh, I am just so bad with money. I'm never going to learn. Like, no, every day is a new start and you just have to start and, you know, be very intentional when you set your goals. Thank you so much for joining me this week. To view the complete show notes and a recap of today's podcasting tips, visit Here Comes the Sun underscore podcast Instagram page. Wait, wait, wait. Before, before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they released. You can either subscribe right now in the app you're using to listen to this podcast. Lastly, I do have a quick favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying this podcast, I hope you'll let me know. I love reading through your reviews in Apple Podcasts, and if you have a minute to spare, I'll love to read yours too. Please let Apple know that great listeners like you enjoy our show and that it helps us expand our reach and search results. So it really does make a difference. Thank you again for joining me, Marisol, on this episode of Here Comes the Sun. I'll see you next time. Thank you.